Hey guys, before the episode starts, I want to say welcome to the J&J podcast. Originally, this wasn't our first episode, but due to the circumstances of the Black Lives Matter movement and the NBA starting, the announcement of them starting, we decided to make this one our first episode. So if you hear us referring to previous episodes, that's why uh, we do talk about uh, Drew Brees' comments and how the movement is affecting everybody and our opinions on it and also we talk about the NBA coming back so hope you guys enjoy this one thank you guys for tuning in and welcome to the J&J podcast ladies and gentlemen welcome back to J&J we got Julian here big news finally got we're getting to talk about sports that's actually gonna happen the NBA is back baby let's go I know dude it's fuck, it's crazy like it's still, a couple, it's still like a month away though, but I mean, it's 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 happening. It's crazy. It's official. That's the one of the. It's the first of the big four of the four big sports teams that's gonna. Um, that's that's finally starting up again. So, yeah. it is big news. Big how, news. How you feeling? What's what's been going on lately? Not much, man. Just it's. I mean, like I said, this is big news, man. But you know, this movement's still going on. You know, it just kind of feels weird. To be like celebrating this right now, even though it's like two months away. Yeah, I mean, obviously because of what's going on, you know, nobody really paid attention. Like you said, you texted me. I didn't even know. Like to be honest, I didn't even know it was back until you told me. And then I just looked at my notifications. I was like, oh, oh shit, I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. But like, I don't know. Like just the way it's set up, man. It's crazy. The way, well, we'll talk about it right now. The way the NBA is setting this back up. But this is it's good news. But, you know, people can't forget also, not just the Black Lives Matter movement, but the virus, man, is still going on and shit. So hopefully these players are careful when they come back. But, yeah, yeah other than that, man, nothing much. Just just chilling, you know? Same. Uh, so, so I'm going to just get into it. So they're bringing 22 teams into it. They're going to play eight regular season games before they go to the playoffs. If the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed, they play in a double elimination play game. So I guess best out of two. Yeah, this this is this is confusing. I I don't get it. So like, okay, let let's bring out a scenario real quick, just for the people who don't understand. Because I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say you are the the San Antonio Spurs. They're going right. They're one of the teams that are going. Yeah, I'll, I'll name the teams right now. But yeah, go ahead. So I gotta say they're they're there. Like, and then after, like, you said they were playing eight regular season games? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, what if they are five games out with, like, four games left? Are they just going to play the rest of the games, or are they just going to go home now? Like, how does that work? Do you know? I think, so, let's say, I'm just going to use it as an example. I don't know their records right now off the top. I can look it up, but let's say, like, when the regular season's done, and right now the ninth seed is the Blazers and the eighth seed is the Grizzlies. I think if they're within, like, if if the Grizzlies have thirty eight wins and then the Blazers have thirty four, I think that's how that works. But th- that's what makes sense to me. I don't know if that's what they're actually gonna do, but um, I, I guess I guess if they sweep them, they move on. But if it ties, then they have to do the, the fucking game three elimination. I don't know. Like, it doesn't really explain it, but I guess, you know. I, what I think is, is, like, they're gonna, so, like, if the Grizzlies are the eighth seed and, like, 
the Pelicans are the ninth seed, and they came like within two games behind. They have to beat the Grizzlies twice to be the eighth seed, and if the Grizzlies beat them just once, then they uh, then they move on. So I can game like they'll play each other, and in the first game if the Pelicans win, then they have to play a winner take all game two, I think. But if the Grizzlies win the first game against the Pelicans, then that's it. Like they're they've moved on. I think that's how it works. So, so, just I, I know we're we're a little lacking, and some of you probably forgot who's in the playoffs. So right now in the West, it goes Lakers one, Clippers two, Nuggets three, Jazz four, Thunder five, Rockets six, Mavericks seven, Grizzlies eight, and they're bringing five teams from the West. So they're bringing the Blazers at nine, Pelicans at ten, Kings at eleven, Spurs at twelve, and Suns at thirteen. Thoughts on that? Who do you, are the Pelicans going to come out of nowhere, or is it going to be the Grizzlies and Lakers? Yeah, well, I think this is set up low key for the Pelicans to make it. Um, yeah, I don't like like the Suns and all them. I think they just they just got them to go just to go, you know, so it could look fair and shit. But to be quite honest, it's just, I think it's just the Pelicans, man. They're the, they're the only real shot. Maybe the Blazers, but well, actually, yeah, maybe the Blazers too. But I don't see the Grizzlies that are coming out on this eighth seed. Well, yeah, I mean, they're all within, like, one or two games, so I guess that makes sense why they did it. Um, mm-hmm. But I I don't know, man. I mean, we, I, I honestly could see the Blazers coming out of here. I mean, who knows? Like, I, who knows what's, what's going to happen to these teams coming back from this, like, what are we, th- month three of the pandemic? Like, month two, something like that? So it's like, yeah. since the league got suspended, like, it, who knows who's going to come back out of shape or, you know, injury prone or whatever. But I, well, that's... I honestly think the Pelicans are going to get the eighth seed. I mean, like you said, it's just the, it's just too perfect. This is just set up for them to see LeBron, and that'll be the highest-rated round one series by far. <laughs> oh, of course. But the, thing, that's why, the reason why I'm not counting out the Blazers, though, is because they got Nurkic coming back. Like, yeah, he wasn't supposed to come back this season, I think, until the end. And, you know, now we had this layoff, he's he's going to be healthy, just like Kevin, Kevin Durant in the East, but we'll get to the East right now in a second. But the Nurkic coming back is going to be a huge t- huge addition for the Blazers. So they can make a little run, to be honest. So I can definitely see them or the Pelicans, but none of the other teams. It's just a joke that they got the Suns to come and, like, the Spurs yeah. and stuff. But... I think just to make it fair, because they're literally, like, the Blazers have 29 wins. This is all wins. Blazers have 29, Pelicans have 28, Kings have 28, Spurs have 27, Suns have 26. So, I mean, yeah, they're all right there. I mean, they're, everybody, that, so the Blazers are three games behind the Grizzlies, so who knows? I, I don't know what's going to happen. But my my thing is, how is this schedule going to work? Like, wh- like, how are these games going to be? Is this going to be like a World Cup kind of thing? Or I'm like, I don't know. That's my point. It's like, like, how are you going to pick your opponents in this? Like, because you're only playing eight games before the playoffs. Like, are the Lakers just going to play, like, all the the like all the teams from the bottom? Like, are they going to play the Spurs, Kings, Suns, you know, Grizzlies and them? Or are they going to play, like, the Rockets, the Nuggets, the, the top seeds? You know, like, it's confusing. Like, some teams will have easier schedules than others. So, I kind of think it's an unfair manager as well, but. So out of the teams that are left, their remaining schedule, they have one, two, three, four, five games. So they have to play the Kings twice, 
the Thunder, the Clippers, and the Suns. After that, I don't I don't know how they're gonna do the schedule. Like, are they gonna go off their their remaining schedule like I listed, and then just random games after that, or like I I don't know. It's gonna be. I weird. mean, that's how it should be, but it's gonna be weird. I guess it's weird. I mean, let me look at. I think I found the schedule for the Lakers. They are playing. It says. The, Rock- the Lakers are playing the Rockets, the Nuggets, the Jazz twice, the Raptors, Wizards, Pacers, and Kings. Oh, I haven't seen that. So, I think it's, like you said, I think it's based off the regular, like, the remainder of their schedule. Oh, and the Pacers. Sorry, I left the Pacers out of that one, but, like... Um... I think, like you said, I think it's just, like, whoever they had left in their schedule, hmm. and they're just going to play them. Um, but, I don't know, it's so weird. It's just weird how the NBA set this up, but it's kind of fucked up the way they set it up. Like I said, it's going to give teams advantage and give others. Because, like, I don't know. I'll bring it up in the East, but, like, the, the Magic and the Wizards, like, the Magic and Wizards are fighting for the eighth spot. And the Magic were supposed to have, like, the the hardest schedule out of, like, between the two teams. But now they're not going to have that hard of a schedule because they don't have to, like, play. Um, or not the Magic, the Wizards. The Wizards still had to play the Lakers, like, twice, I believe. But now they only have to probably play them once, maybe. And now, like, the Magic um, had an easier schedule. They had to play, like, the bottom feeders in the East, but they don't have to play them anymore. So now they're going to have to play other teams in the East. So, I don't know. The way it's set up is kind of fucked up. But... Yeah. Um, so, we could just get into the East right now. So, one is the Bucks, two is the Raptors, three is the Celtics, four is the Heat, five is the Pacers. Six is the 76ers, seven is the Nets, eight is the Magic, and nine is the Wizards. So, there's your East right there. Um, I, I heard this, I forgot who, Bill, uh, Bill Simmons was saying this. He has, he has a good point. Like, like a lot of these teams that, like, let's say the, like, the Lakers and the Bucks and the Raptors, like, they were going to have home court. And, like, whether people want to admit it or not, like, home court really matters in the playoffs. Like It does. Like, the, just the energy, you have the crowd behind you, and it's just a hostile environment. So, like, the teams that were going to get an advantage, like, the Clippers, like, nobody's going to Clippers game. Like, I'm, yeah, let's just be honest. Like, everybody's worried about the Lakers, not the Clippers. And, like, home court doesn't matter to them anymore. Like, who cares? Like, it's in a neutral environment. So, it's like, I don't know, a lot of these teams that, you know, would have had to played in hostile environments. Don't have to anymore. That's all neutral. So, you know, it's the truth. Like if you were to play the Thunder, um, OKC is like one of the lightest stands in the league right now, and, and especially jazz, come playoff time. Yeah, it would have been Jazz Thunder first round. So that would have been yeah, that would have been crazy. And like the Nuggets also have a no joke. Like they're kind of loud sometimes, and yeah. especially right now since they're being like the the third or second seed, like. They're gonna be no joke in Denver, and then the altitude you can't you also take into effect. So there's a lot of factors people don't don't really talk about, like you said, and it's crazy. And I feel like this is advantage Clippers, cause like the Clippers, yes, they have fan base, but they're not very they're not very dependent on that. They're just you know they're just there to play ball, and now all they have to do is just play ball in Orlando. So they'll have I think the biggest advantage of all in terms of home field advantage towards everybody. So. I don't know, unless the Magic, you know, they're in Orlando still, so yeah. unless the Magic come out of nowhere and sneak up and become a seventh seed, because unless they play the, the Bucks, 
I feel like they they could they could make a noise being in Orlando because they're already comfortable in that city. They're, they've been there, so yeah, maybe. Um, so I I didn't even tell you I wanted to do this, but we can just do it on the fly. So I want you. I, I'm gonna give you every playoff matchup. You give me a prediction on how the series is gonna go, and we'll just do a little bracket right now. Who we think is gonna win the championship? So we'll start off in the West. If it stays as it is, you know, if if you want to go hypothetically, we'll go we'll go there in a in a minute. But right now it's Lakers Grizzlies. Who wins that round? Oh, come on, man. it's Lakers, of course. All right, we got Clippers Mavericks. Clippers. Okay, Nuggets Rockets. I'll take the Nuggets. Jazz Thunder. Ooh, I'll take the Thunder. Okay. Just because oh. the Jazz right now, I feel like, have chemistry issues still from Gobert. Okay. So, you got Lakers Thunder, round two. Lakers. Clippers Nuggets. I want to say Nuggets, but it's probably going to be Clippers. All right. Well, Lakers Clippers. Yeah, that one going to be tough, and it hurts my soul to say this, but I'm going to go Clippers. Wow. Really? I'm telling you, man, this this whole home field advantage is a big advantage. Like, it's it's huge for Kawhi and the Clippers. Like, they're just there to play ball now. And I don't know. But I just I just don't see the Lakers are a better team, like in terms of chemistry wise. But like the Clippers are no joke too. Right. Okay. They have the Lakers number. Okay. All right. So we'll go to the East. Bucks Magic. Ooh, Bucks. Raptors Nets. Nets. Celtics, Sixers. Mm, Sixers. Heat, Pacers. Uh, Heat. So, you got... But you said Heat? Yeah, Heat. Alright, Bucks, Heat. Ooh, I'm gonna go Bucks. Raptors, Sixers. No, I picked the Nets. You picked the hold on. You picked the Nets to beat the Raptors. I didn't even catch that. KD's coming back. He's not coming back, bro. How much you want to bet? I bet you ten bucks on this podcast right now. He's not coming back. They they already said he's not coming back. Uh, I picked the Raptors, and you're right. Um, Raptors Sixers. Uh, Raptors rematch. Okay. So Bucks Raptors again. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I want to say the Bucks, man, but the Raptors are no joke too. I'm gonna go Bucks. Okay, I'm I'm just throwing this out there. If the Raptors beat the Bucks, I know people are saying this season's kind of a throwaway season, but Giannis is gonna. I, I bro, he's gonna be looking at this team like, if we can't win right now, when are we gonna win? Like, when is it gonna be our time? Like. Last year, I thought it was their time. I picked them to win that series in six. I, I thought they were gonna beat the Raptors, and you know, I didn't. I didn't take into account how how much of a mission Kawhi was on. So, but it's like if they lose in this format, I'm 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 guaranteeing Giannis is gonna be second guessing staying in Milwaukee. I know we talked about this, and I know he has that 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 kind of Kobe mentality of wanting to stay with the team for eight like 15 20 years but if they can't get out of the east in this format oh man it's gonna be tough for them to keep them i'm telling you right now 
Well, it's the truth, man. Like, but part of me, like, picks the Raptors because they have their number. Like, Nick Nurse is, like, I would say top three coach right now in the league, and he knows how to beat Giannis. But I just don't think Siakam is that big of a star just yet. Like, he's a star, but I don't think he's ready for that moment, which is why I'm picking Bucks here. All right, so we got you got Clippers, Bucks. Okay. What do you, what do you think? Let's break that down. I know we, we kind of, you know, went through that and – we went through that pretty quick, but Clippers Bucks. What what do you think the matchup's gonna be? How's how's the, who's gonna win and what? Uh, uh, the reason why I'm picking the Clippers is because Kawhi has Giannis's number. We saw that last year in Toronto, but he was on a mission, and I feel like he's on a mission again because he's on a new team. Um, and if Kawhi can lock Giannis down, there's nobody in the Bucks. Like they have Middleton, like we mentioned. But I, I would pick Paul George over Middleton any day. So, and then the, t- the the Clippers are a tough team, and they got Patrick Beverly and defense. They got Lou Williams if they need to score. So they got they got a squad. I mean, and they got like if they they got Harold, he's a dog. I don't think anybody can stop him from the Bucks in terms of rebounding and stuff. And I mean, they got Brook Lopez, the Bucks, and all that. But I mean. Zubak, a former Laker, he's a beast, man. He he he's underrated. A lot of people think about him. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably pick Clips, man. If it's gonna be either the Clippers or the Lakers that win it all. Okay. In the West, and that's gonna be obviously going to seven games, but I just have this. I'm leaning towards the Clippers. Okay. So I'm picking the Clippers. All right, and if you had to pick your ideal number eight seed in the West, it would be the Pelicans, correct? I want to say Pelicans, man, but I might go Blazers. Blazers? Okay. Same outcome, though? They still get beat by the Lakers? Oh, yeah. The whoever plays the Lakers for sure is going to lose. All right, There's no way LeBron loses right away. Let me give you mine. I'll do the East first. So, Bucks, Magic, Bucks. Raptors, Nets, Raptors. Celtics, Sixers. I'm going to go Celtics. Heat, Pacers. I'm, I might go Pacers. I... I Brogdon, the Heat are, the Brogdon, Heat are dogs, man. I know. I'm not saying they're bad. I just, I like that Brogdon uh, Oladipo combo. I don't know. They was doing pretty good before the season got suspended, but I'll go Heat. I, I, I think that'll be a seven game series. I, I think that'll go seven. But, um, let's see what do we got. What do we got? Bucks. West. Bucks. Oh, are you gonna just yeah. gonna do the whole East? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Bucks Heat. I'll go Bucks. Raptors-Celtics, that, I feel like that'd be a, a, a toss-em-up series, but I'll go Raptors in the end. And then, okay. I mean, Giannis is on their mission. I have to go Bucks, But like I said, if they lose, they're losing Giannis. It's just the, the writing's on the walls if they don't make it out of the East in this format. So the West, so I got the Bucks right now in the finals. In the West... I'm going to go Lakers-Pelicans, but I'm going to go Lakers. Clippers-Mavericks. Clippers, but it's going to be close. Nuggets-Rockets. I'm going to go Nuggets, but it's going to be close. Jazz-Thunder. I'll go... I'll go Thunder. I feel like there's still tension in Utah. I, I know they said it's behind mm-hmm. them, but I, I feel like that's still going to be an issue for Donovan and Rudy. So that chemistry is going to be a little off. Um, So Lakers-Thunder. I'll go Lakers. Clippers-Nuggets? Listen, there's reports that Jokic got a six-pack during this quarantine. If that's the case, 
Nuggets. I don't know, man. He's a big, like, part of his, like, skill set was him just being a big boy, so. Right. I don't know. Now that he lost weight, I just feel like he's going to lose some I, sort of, like. I feel like during games, like, he just gasses out. Like, he, he just gets tired in the end. Like, he doesn't, he's kind of a non-factor toward, like, a good example, and I know that that's a very, like, outlier of what I'm going to say, but, like, when they went to triple overtime with, with the Blazers that one year. Yeah, like, last year. I remember that yeah, game. Yeah, last year. Okay, so it's like, you can tell a lot of those players were tired, but, like, Dame and McCollum and... Uh, what's his name? Jamal Murray. Like they were all in it. Like they were all energized. And I feel like Jokic was just out there, just running around, like just to run around. Like I, f- I feel like if he gets in, if he gets in shape, like they're saying he got in shape, I'm gonna go Nuggets. And then uh, Lakers Nuggets. Uh, I'll go Lakers in six. And then I'm going Lakers to beat the Bucks. LeBron's on a mission, and the the Bucks making the finals will be enough for him to stay. But. I'm I'm going Lakers, man. This is this is the best shot he has. He's on a mission. He was showing that true LeBron zero dark twenty three he does every year in the playoffs where he stays off of social media. Like he was showing that form right before the season got suspended. So I'll go. Lakers. I just, I totally agree, but it's because part of me is, is saying you know this is just too good to be true. Yeah, I like, guess, yeah, I see that. The Lakers are everyone's favorite, and I just feel like it's just too good to be true for them to be winning it. You know, and I'm not saying it'd be easy, but just for them to, like, make the finals and win it all. Like, I don't know. Like, this is just too good to be true. I mean, I'm a Laker fan, but I'm being also, like, iffy about the whole situation. It's not going to be an easy road. I mean, other than the first round, I'm, I'm obviously be biting my nails every series, even if they play the Nuggets. Because <clears throat> you have the Nuggets beating the Clippers. And then, but the Nuggets are no joke too. Like I've seen them at their best, and mm-hmm. they're they're for real. They're a contender. But... Yeah, it's just the Lakers have had their number time and time again this season. So I'm gonna just go Lakers with that one. But yeah, I see. And the what, thing I is, see, like, I see what you're saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, but I see what you're saying. Like, it seems too good to be true. But I feel like the Clippers are all hype, bro. Like they're just all talk. Everybody on that team, besides Kawhi, is like they they're just trying to play bully ball like oh this defense is so unstoppable blah blah but like i don't know like they like towards the end of the year Kawhi was just resting too much for my liking like they needed to build chemistry and the lakers were doing that like they were building chemistry at the right time they were clicking at the right time their role guys were actually playing good like the clippers every other night would be oh uh coach's decision or rest or bullshit like that like come on like you're on the same the, I agree you, though. Yeah. Like I agree in terms of like um the one thing the Lakers do have over anybody in this league right now is their chemistry. And you've seen it during like this movement and like this coronavirus, like they're they seem like they're together all in one and it's all I feel like it's all because of LeBron just bringing the team together in terms of chemistry. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I would say that will lead them to the top is that chemistry. Like you said, the role players are stepping up and stuff, but I mean, it's because once you've been offered for two months, too, like, that momentum just is, it, it vanishes, man. Like, you can't. That's true, yeah. You can't have momentum and then, like, take two months off and expect it to come back right away. Like, it might build it back up right away, but still, like, and it's, it's up for grabs. I think it's just a whole new season for people now. Yeah, I mean, I know we're, like, we're, we're going off of what happened during the season, but 
I don't know. Like you said, like yeah. What if Kevin Durant comes back? What if the Nets win the champion? Like it yeah. just anything can happen now. Like it's just wide open, and who knows? I'm just going off of like uh, Kawhi. To me, just was coasting towards the end of the year. I, I don't know. I didn't like that. Like he was more involved in the Raptors than he was with the Clippers, and this is where he always wanted to play. So where, where's the passion to play in LA? Where like he always wanted to, bro? Come on. Yeah. But I don't know, this is just a perfect scenario for the Clippers, in my opinion. If this was, like, if the playoffs were going on right now and there was no virus, like, I would definitely not have picked the Clippers. But this is just too good to be true for the Lakers, and this is just a low-key good situation for the Clippers. You got to remember, too, the Lakers signed Deion Waiters. I mean, he could be hitting clutch buttons. I did did remember that, and he never played a game yet, so... But I don't know, man. Which Waiters are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that's going to be, like... Coming off the bench and scoring, or are we gonna get the guy that's just high all the time and just is in here for the ride? Yeah, you know. I, know. I, I was, I was just. I don't think Dion Waiters is gonna make that much of an impact. But I mean, I would say the Lakers fucked up though, because they let released Boogie, and now he could have been back <laughs> for this. Yeah, that's true. I wonder. But, I wonder how they like. Can they do anything? Like, can they sign players right now? Like, what is? They're not really releasing that many details. Like they said, I don't think you can, unless there's injuries. I mean, they could fake an or, injury or, thing. or a coronavirus. Like if somebody's diagnosed with it, or like yeah, that, someone got hurt. And the, I think you. That's the thing too. Like, what's gonna happen here? Like, if let's say, just throwing out a player. Let's say, Oladipo gets corona. Like, are they gonna shut it shut it down again, or what, what's? What's I think they're just gonna, like, I think I think I kind of read about it, but they're just gonna like, um, they're gonna remove the player, like obviously from the team, and just get him quarantined. I think for the rest of the season, or for at least forty days. Hmm. Okay. So like, if if like you said, Oladipo gets it, I think he's he has to be quarantined for forty days, and if the Pacers are still in the playoffs after those forty days, I think he's allowed to come back. I think. But I do know they're going to remove the guy from the team. Okay. For sure. So what do you think about them going... It, it, let's say uh, the NFL stays with the schedule they are right now. They're going go, like, to be going against the NFL with views, with ratings and stuff. What do you think about that? Well, all right, yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Is I'm kind of glad you said something. Is the, Now that the NBA started this, I feel like this is just... Uh, a domino effect for the other remaining like major leagues like the baseball the football and the hockey to like now finally develop a plan to come back like right. i feel like in terms of effects to the nfl like i feel like the nfl is going to probably be like okay the nba is doing something that means we won't get backlash if we play our games now because the nba is doing it and i feel like the nfl is just going to continue their plan to I'll start the league up. They may delay it a little bit. They may like start like two weeks later than what they were supposed to. But I feel like the NFL is, is just is gonna is gonna open up their games, not to the public, but to like obviously to the fans and TV and stuff. So man, baseball really fucked their chances up. Like this could have been prime baseball time. Like they this would baseball would have had the, the highest ratings they've had in years. I agree. Years. I agree. The baseball fucked up, but like the baseball players are the ones. I think out of the four sports team, sports leagues that are being the most careful. 
for some weird reason. Like in the NBA, there's players that didn't want to play, but then you have the like the stars like LeBron and them who were, like were advocating to start right up. And like in the NFL, I mean, we're not there. We're not there yet. But I just feel like the NFL kind of wants to low key play the players. But then you have the MLB players who are like, nah, like we're not taking this big of a pay cut. Like you guys need to pay us this amount of money. We're risking our lives and shit. And owners are like saying no, so they fucked up, like you said. But I don't honestly, to be quite honest with you, I don't see baseball coming back. Mm. They had their chance to start already, like in in Fourth of July around that time. And obviously, if they do find a solution now, they're gonna have to wait till the end of the July, like the NBA is, to get something going. But I just don't see anything. I haven't heard anything about them getting close to starting up. So yeah, I just don't see the baseball starting up this year anymore. And they lost their chance, like you said, they lost money for it, and. They could have made a fuckload of money now, but I mean, the, you have to think like, even when baseball, like right now, like we were talking about in the first episode, like, yeah, this is like baseball's peak, like the summer. But even at their peak, they, their ratings aren't competing with the NBA or the NFL. It, they're just not. But if they would have taken advantage of this, you know, this the pandemic, and I know that sounds kind of weird, but if they would have figured out something with the players in the union. And they would have had this time before the NBA started, and obviously before the NFL starts. Like, man, they would have—they could have just rolled in the dough. Like, they—they they could have really just rolled in the cash right now. Like, they—they would have been America's pastime all over again, like they used to be. They're not anymore, but right now it would have been a perfect chance for them. And now, who like you like, you're saying they're not coming back. I kind of agree with you. I don't, I don't know where like Clay and Kershaw has already said I'm not playing. Like, hasn't he confirmed that like he's not gonna play? Yeah, he says he's not gonna play. Um, if there anything happens, to be quite honest, because he has a family and he's concerned more about his health than yeah, the family. So I mean, they're they're fucked. I mean, I, I think especially because you said that that they want to make the players take a pay cut. Like, oh my, come on! Like, you you they sign the contracts. They're playing your sport. Like, give them the money. Like, what what is? I don't understand the issue. Like, come on! I understand. Like, they can't have the revenue from the fans, like, the concessions and the tickets and all that, but this could have been your moment, MLB, and you fucked it up, honestly. NHL, NHL too, like, I don't know if they're coming back. Yeah, I don't, like I said, this is just a domino effect. Like, for now, the NBA just, just announced that they're coming back. Like, it's 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 the best news for the NFL out of the three leagues, of the other three leagues. Um, And then, I don't know, the NBA, MLB is just, Sketchy, the NHL. It's I haven't heard anything about them. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. Just like since we talked about it, I haven't seen or heard anything. So. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna come back too. Like, but then I feel like, and I also feel like they're gonna have a a format just like the NBA. Yeah, it was something like that. Like, a good amount yeah, players come back. Yeah, they were gonna add like I think eight or ten playoff teams. So I don't know how that works, but yeah, like I feel it's gonna be NBA, and then the NHL is probably gonna come back as well. I, I'm gonna if I had a bet on the NHL coming back, I would probably bet for it. Yeah, um, I don't... we're not too sure, but I I will probably bet for it since the NBA is making a comeback because they're both like the same like they both are winter sports. So if the NBA is doing it, I feel like the NHL will do it. The NFL definitely is gonna come back. I just don't know when. MLB is the one. I just don't know. I feel like the NFL, like, if they do push back, it'll probably be, like, a month or two. Like, I still feel like they'll be fine. But, I, 
I think Goodell last month said, oh, we're expecting to play in full stadiums unless the medical experts say <laughs> something against it. Like, what are you talking about? What are, they, what, are we, what are we talking about? What do you mean? Like, this whole pandemic is telling you not to have fans in the fucking stands. And he's like, oh, well, unless a doctor tells me something, we're going to sell tickets. Like, what? In terms of, like, health-wise, I think it's stupid, to be honest, that, like, we're getting sports back. Selfishly, though, I'm glad they're coming back. Yeah. But, like, the virus hasn't gone away, and we still haven't found, a, like, anything to, like... A vaccine, I guess you can say, for it. So, we're still getting cases up. We just haven't really talked about it. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, though, this country's opening up businesses from restaurants to, like, banks and, you know, the DMV and stuff. But, like, we're getting our lives back slowly. But, I mean, this virus is still not gone. So, like, a part of me is excited for sports to come back. But we also got to realize that, like, in an instant, we can lose all of this again. Yep. Like, we can shut down the whole country again if cases spike up. Especially because right now it's summer season. I feel like once it hits fall and winter, uh, like this virus, if we haven't found a vaccine yet, it's just going to spike up again. So, yes, right now we're excited. I feel like the NBA was going to finish the season, and the NFL is going to start the season, but I, I won't be surprised if halfway through the NFL season we, like, shut down again, personally. Yeah. That's my take of, the, of this episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I've been saying that too. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'm not gonna be surprised. Just everybody's trying to open up too fast, and the second wave is is not a joke. It's not like a conspiracy theory. Like, this shit's gonna happen. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of time. It's just if the NFL is really gonna open, they have to be thinking about contingency plans. Like, they have to think about if a player gets. I don't feel like they're thinking about that. Like, they're just trying to worry about the off season and training camp. Like, Bro, who gives a fuck right now? Like, just focus on what's going to happen if X, Y, and Z happens. I don't feel like Adele's doing that. Like, he has time. He has all the time in the world right now. The NFL is the luckiest league right now. They're in the offseason. And I feel like somehow, some way, they're going to fuck it up because of Adele. Yeah, I agree. Like, they, they, they they have so much time to come up with a plan to, like, be safe about everything because like i did hear yesterday or the day before that coaches are allowed to return to team facilities yeah if the state allows it so like in texas obviously down here any all the coaches could return to their facilities like texas has been one of the states that have like opened up right away yeah like atlanta the falcons are gonna have that that advantage too like yeah like all these coaches are, are allowed to come back i believe what's today yeah today actually on friday and they're, I don't know, like, if they're doing that without, and I feel like they're doing, like, caution stuff, like, hey, you know, be six feet apart, but I don't feel like they're doing enough to, like, prevent this virus from, like, spreading in the facilities. So, I don't know, it's interesting. It's very interesting what the NFL's doing. You're right, Goodell's an idiot. He could have fucking made protocols and shit. I mean, maybe have- he's working on them, but I just feel like if, if some shit were to hit the fan like it happened with the NBA, I don't feel like he's going to handle it like like Adam Silver oh, did. Oh, definitely. Adam definitely. Silver handled yes. Yeah. Silver handled this shit perfectly. And I feel like Adele's going to be like, well, I mean, it was only one guy, so I don't, I, I don't, maybe the team could still play and then watch that shit spread or something. I don't know. Like, I'm just sketchy about the NFL. Like, yeah, they'll start. I feel like they'll start on the regular time, but if not, maybe a month or two after. And then after that, it's like, it's on them. Like, if some player or coach or, 
ball boy, water boy gets it, like they're fucked. I, I honestly think that season is going to be scratched until the- that's what I'm saying. And you have a good point. Like, and looking into specifics, like the NBA with this plan they just got out, like teams still have to be isolated from themselves, like outside of practice and outside of games. And like, there's nobody allowed from the staff, like to like ever be in the hallways for these hotels that are at, like just to keep them like open and not crunk, like trafficked in the hall. Like, the NBA has brought up every little detail for, like, their plan. Like, they, they, they're becoming, one, extremely cautious about everything. Yeah. They got it all covered. The NFL, I feel like, didn't, I feel like they took the wrong message from the NBA out of all of this, saying, oh, they're opening up, we can open up, we just want to allow fans in the games. I feel like they'll say. But then they won't worry about, like, these players having to be in a bubble, like the NBA. Like, they all have to go to Orlando Mm-hmm. And like isolate themselves still like that. If I feel like they're just like, oh fuck it, like we're still playing in these cities, like um, yeah, that's the yeah, thing. Whatever you want, just no fans in the stadium and wear gloves and masks when you know this is not. That's the thing that I feel like the NFL should be taking from the NBA. Like, yo, like go to Texas, go somewhere, like go go somewhere where the like the restrictions aren't as heavy, or Florida. Like, whatever. I don't think Florida's a good idea because they're gonna be playing outdoors, but. Dallas, Houston, like, they have stadiums down there. You could have all the teams stay down there. I feel like that'd be the best-case scenario because why are you going to have all these teams flying around all over the country playing in empty stadiums, but they're going to still have to be in those planes? Maybe maybe a flight attendant has it. Maybe the people that are cleaning it has it. Like, who knows? Like, they're just risking that. And that's what's going to cost them in the end. Like, I feel like somebody's... Somebody is gonna get it, unfortunately. Like I don't, I I don't wish that, like I don't wish that on anybody. But I just feel like the way that Goodell and the NFL is handling this, like it's just bound to happen. Exactly, and they're I I'm telling you, they got the wrong message from the from the NBA. To be quite honest with you, so it's interesting how this is gonna play out. Like we said, the second wave is coming. So and and the NFL, I don't see their season finishing if that shit happens during their their season. And they're going to be the ones that are fucked. Because if there's a second wave that comes in the fall, when the basketball season's over, at least the NBA can, like, finally just, you know, like, take their time on, you know, starting their next season. Because right now I feel like the NBA was pressured to finish their season because they were getting so close to the playoffs. They wanted to have a winner. At least in the offseason for the NBA, if there's a second wave, they can, like, just cancel the season if they wanted to. Because teams are like, okay, well, we already played last season. Like, we got that covered. We don't have nobody's a favor right now. Like, we can start fresh next year. The NBA is like, I feel like we'll be comfortable with that. But the NFL, I feel like they they really just want to start. They want to start the league because yeah. they know there's a lot of money at stake for them. I mean, I don't know. Like I've been saying, I've I mean, I haven't said it publicly or anything, but like, like what what what's more important? I understand like the economy and all that is like gonna get affected, but like hundreds and thousands of lives are getting affected by this shit, and it's like. What's more important, a couple games or your players' livelihoods? You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like. Silver took into account. He honestly, they had to be the most cautious. The NBA because they were the whole reason this whole sports shutdown happened. That's true. Like it's Go, true. Go, Gobert was careless, and that's what happened. And I'm not, I'm not blaming him. You know, oh fuck Gobert. Like some people were saying, like that he got it. I just thought he was an idiot the way he was making jokes about it. I didn't like that at all. So, and then he, you know, spared it to fucking Donovan Mitchell. And 
that ultimately that's going to be the fucking tension and the reason the Jazz aren't going to do anything in the playoffs. But um, yeah, they had to be the most cautious because they were the league that got it first, basically. And then it was just a snowball effect after that. But like 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 we said, like the NFL is just they really gotta they have to be talking about this. Like we if it's just you and me saying this stuff. That that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem. Like, with the wrong people are in sitting in those front like those big chairs and have those big job titles. Like if we're the only ones talking about it, some fucking dudes with a barely a podcast barely starting, and these higher ups and like Goodell and all them aren't doing anything like this. Oh man, the NFL's fucked. Like it, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, I mean I agree. The NFL's <laughs> they really just don't give a fuck at all about anything, dude. Like. They don't give a fuck about what Kaepernick was studying for. Mm-hmm. They don't well, give a we'll fuck about. Right now. They don't give a fuck about like the coronavirus. Like all the actions they're doing in terms of like helping or like becoming cautious or supporting, I feel like it's just pressure from like fans and media and players to do yeah. something about it. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for us pressuring them, like they would, they would just fucking do what they needed, what they wanted to do regularly. To be quite honest with you, so. The NFL really just does not care about anything at all. They don't care about their players. They don't care about their money. Well, I mean, they care about their own money, but they don't care about the players' money. Like, yeah, the NFL is just a shit show. Like, and it's a shame because they're like the biggest sport in the country. Right. So yeah, it's fucking stupid. So before we get into that, I want I want to touch on that because that's a, that was a huge topic that happened these past two days. So before we get into that, the NBA is back. Julian has the Clippers. I got the Lakers. And, yeah, we'll just see how this turns out. July 31st to October 12th, I think. And did you see yeah. that they they want training camp to happen in November? The fuck is that? Like, well, because they want to start Christmas. They yeah, be, but, which is cool. They should be doing now, I see, uh, opening day and Christmas. That would be awesome. Yeah, but I feel like they're just they're asking for players to get hurt. Like, th- literally... The teams that are in the, the only teams that are gonna have a good off season is the ones that are not content like in the playoffs, like the Warriors, the Timberwolves, and all those East teams. Like, like they're just asking for players to get hurt. Nobody, nobody's gonna have time to recover or do anything. I understand. Like, I was gonna say vacations, but there's no fucking vacations happening right now. I'm just saying, like, there's no recovery time. Like, a full season. Yeah, like, let's like, say, let's I, say the Lakers and the Bucks make it like in the end, game seven, like. October twelfth. Yeah. Like they have one month and then they have to start training camp again. Yeah, like what the fuck? I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but uh yeah, NBA's back, so we'll just leave it there. But uh since you said Kaepernick and the NFL and how stupid they are, let's go to what Drew Brees had to say the other day. I don't know what the hell I don't know who was interviewing him, I don't know what show he was on, but um the host or whatever asked him, What would you do if players kneeled? He said, "I don't. I have no place for people that are gonna disrespect the flag, and you know, just a, a fury of of people coming out of the woodwork saying, Fuck Drew Brees.' He don't know nothing. Even his teammates. That's when I'm like, damn, bro, you just had to open your fucking mouth. Like, you literally missed the the picture on this. You really missed the big picture. He's just narrow minded thinking about, oh." People shouldn't kneel in the flag. Bullshit, bro. Like, I don't know. What did, what did you think when he said that? Because I was, I was just in the same ballpark as Malcolm Jenkins. Like, bro, you don't know what you're talking about. Just shut the fuck up. Like, for real. Like He's an idiot because, like, before this happened, we all loved Drew Brees for what he's done for New Orleans. 
Mm-hmm. And, like, we all praise him. Like, we all know he's a good guy. He's, like, a good Christian guy. You know, he he gives back. He cares about the community. So, like, even before his comments, we all perceive Drew Brees to be, like, one of us, one of the people who cares about us, one of the people who, like, will side with us and stuff. And then for him to fucking do that, like, he, he fucked up so bad. And I'm not, like, from a PR standpoint, he's dumb. Like, obviously he apologized, but, like, we're not stupid. None of us, nobody, none of us are stupid. Like, the players aren't stupid. We're not stupid. Like, he, I feel like he, I mean, obviously he just apologized because he said the wrong things. And he's getting backlash for it. And to be quite honest with you, like, <laughs> I don't know. He's in a fucking play next season, and it's not going to be a pretty sight. Everyone's just going to be booing the Saints now. It's a target on his, on his back for sure. Like, bro, I... I don't know. I I don't understand how people really don't understand why Kaepernick kneeled. Like, he said it time and time again, and people were still taking it. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag, like Drew Brees said. Like, bro, what are we... Like, it's just, I'm, like, baffled at how naive and ignorant and hard-headed people really are because they just don't want to see another perspective on things. And it's just, like, that really pissed me off when he said that shit. Like, I was like... Bro, come on. Like, you're acting like fucking... Like, like the NFL, to me, they handled that shit so poorly when it happened when Kaepernick was still in the league. Like, because, like... I'm gonna get a little political. I feel like because Trump was saying all that bullshit, like, Goodell was like, oh, shit. The president's coming after us, bro. I don't want that smoke. Let me... Let me start finding players if, you know... Oh, you're gonna get in trouble if you kneel. So what happens? The players were staying in the locker rooms until the national anthem was done, like... And now Kaepernick's out of the fucking league when some of these quarterbacks have no business being in the league and Kaepernick has, still doesn't have a job when, to me, he's a, a top 30 quarterback for sure. I don't know what order, you know, but he's a better quarterback than a lot of these. Like, Blake Bortles had a job for a while. Like, you're telling me Blake Bortles is better than Kaepernick? Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> Trubisky. Like, Trubisky. The, I, don't know, I mean, the, Jared Goff even. Jared Goff is a bum right now. And, I don't know, like, he kind of got blackballed out of the league, and it's just it's just sad, man, to, to see, like, one of the biggest athletes in that sport just come out with this blatant ignorance. I don't know. Like, it just really, it obviously, it affected everybody else. Like, imagine his teammates, how they're feeling. Like, I know they said they accepted his apology, but. I well, I mean, like, I feel like they did it because they had to. They're his teammates. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. This is their one shot, again, to make the Super Bowl. Like, can you imagine, though, like, a lot of that's gonna throw off a lot of players like that, that whether people believe it or not like if someone says something stupid like if i were to tell you like oh like whatever I, just an example if i were to say something stupid you would look at me like bro like what and then i, I could apologize to you but you're still gonna look at me like uh he still said that shit like it doesn't matter whether he apologized or not like you can't change what you said especially if it's on on record like yep so uh, i don't know what do you think? It's the truth. This is your NFC, NFC South rival. I mean, from a from a fucking like competitive standpoint, I'm loving this because the Saints are gonna fucking like I don't know. They have chemistry issues now. Yeah. And I know, like you said, they, like you mentioned that they accept his apology and stuff. But I feel like deep down, these players are just like, man, like go, what the fuck? Like fuck Drew Brees. Right. Go to NBC already. Like he signed that contract. Just go over there. Like. Yep. 
And I feel like that's what they want, like, especially when you have Jameis Winston as a backup. I mean, he's no, like, he's not a great quarterback, but he's no bum either. Like, Jameson, Jameson is, like, he's going to be him. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like the Saints right now are having a little bit of issues. They're just like the Jazz from the NBA, where Gobert and Donovan Mitchell had, like, beef. And they may have squashed it, but you know for damn sure there's still, like, tension there. Yeah. So from a competitive standpoint, you know, the Falcons, we loving this. Especially, I feel like it's funny to me that Matt Ryan today donated, like, money to charities in Atlanta in support of the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Right. And I feel like he did that in response to what Drew Brees said. Pretty much, like, <laughs> I, saying, like, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's y'all's quarterback. This is me. I support this. Yeah, I hope, he, I, I hope he did it just out of the kindness of his heart, not just because fucking Drew Brees said some bullshit. Oh, obviously not. I mean, yeah, no, I no, feel no, like I know, I get you. <laughs> it just, it's, it's funny to me that, like, this happened days after what Drew Brees did. Like, it's it's hilarious to me because, you know, I think, obviously he did this out of the kindness of his heart, but it's just funny yeah. the timing of it. Yeah, like, me, so. everybody, you know, like, Fucking Aaron Rodgers was like, this has nothing to do with no flag. Like, you have to see that. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, Aaron Rodgers coming out. I mean, Tom Brady did the the post on Instagram, like, that Blackout Tuesday. I don't know if he said anything. I haven't really, like, looked at what he said or anything like that. But, like, like and you're saying Matt Ryan donated? Like, man, it's just, a, it's just an avalanche of shit. Like, Drew Brees is never going to live this down. Like, it's just a, it's a wrap. Like. Even when he goes to NBC to do whatever he's going to do, it's it's a wrap. Like, people are never going to look at him the same. And it's just, you have to realize, bro, like, especially when you're in the limelight. Like, if me and you were to say that shit, like, yeah, we would get backlash. But it's nothing to the level of his, like, start, you know, his, like, fandom that he has. And That's what I'm saying, like, before all this happened, like, I don't know about you, but I thought Drew Brees was, like, a man of the people, like he, yeah. he was up there with like JJ Watt as the guy who gave back a lot, especially in the city of New Orleans. Like this man, like, drew, like he he rose New Orleans up after Hurricane Katrina, and like he's a legend in there for that. Yeah. And after these just little stupid comments he made, like his image is kind of like tarnished a little bit. Like he's still a good quarterback, but no one's gonna look at him as this angel now that everyone thought he was. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know, like, NBC, I feel like eventually might feel pressure to, like, release him. <laughs> fire him or release him before he even starts. Like, it's, uh, I don't know, it might, I won't be surprised if it goes that far, because, you know, this movement is serious, man. This movement is, like, fierce. It's, 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 it's giving you backlash that people have never received before. It's a lot, it, it just seems a lot different, like, this when we have people around the world saying rest in peace George Floyd and Black Lives Matter, that's when you should realize if you're going to say something like that, just think about it before you open your mouth, especially if you're if you're in the limelight, if you're one of these big stars in in football or like in sports in general or movies or TV or radio, really think about what you're going to say. If you don't support this movement, just shut your mouth. Like honestly, pretty much. Yeah, just shut your mouth if you if you support it. Speak out on it. Let people know you're supporting it. Donate, protest, whatever. Like, real realize that this shit is different than anything I've ever lived through, and I, you know, anything you've ever lived to too. We're the same age, so it's like, like this shit is just on a different level of, you know, if you fuck up, 
like if you say some dumb shit like Drew Brees said, like just just really, I hope people really take take advantage and you know really learn from Drew Brees. If you if you don't support it, just shut your mouth, bro. It's not worth it. like you know. Yeah, his his Im- his image is tarnished for the rest of his life. Like right. ten years from now, like he could be giving back so much, and he can like become one of the leaders of this Black Lives Movement or Black Lives Matter movement. But like, <laughs> there's gonna be people who are still gonna be thinking about those comments he said. Right. It's yeah. It's never gonna be the same. Like he can apologize X amount of times, and yep. it's just it's a wrap. Like yep. Keep, it's the truth. Like. The thing I I took away like when it first happened like Emmanuel Sanders tweeted so quick I was like oh shit can you imagine this motherfucker like he just came off playing in the Super Bowl maybe they offered him a little less money than the Saints but he signed there to go play with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and then this shit happened Malcolm Jenkins went to resign back with the Saints because he loves the Saints he looked at Drew Brees like a brother and then that shit happens like that team eternally it's just too much turmoil it's not going to pan out for them again unfortunately and maybe they had a better chance this year if drew Brees just shut his mouth like yeah it's true like they they have they were one of the favorites this year to win it all and then to be honest they still are because you know drew Brees didn't lose his ability to play football but no. like we said this chemistry man is it's there's tension in that team and i know there's gonna be tension in that team when they go back Mm-hmm. For for training camp for preseason and stuff, and he can apologize all he want, man. But these players are serious; they're no joke. These guys are gonna hold that grudge against him, no matter how many times he apologizes to that team. Man. It's always something with the Saints, man. The Rams pass interference. <laughs> the I mean, I the Minneapolis miracle. The and bounty all, like ten years the ago. Bounty <laughs> gate. Like, it, even when they won, they lost. Like they had all that bounty gate shit. Like Champagne was suspended for. <laughs> I don't even remember how much. And now, honestly, I felt like the Saints could have won the NFC South, could have been a top seed, and could have potentially made a run at going to Super Bowl 55. And now it's just, it's done. To me, it's a like they're not doing anything this season. That that's just too much turmoil. It's just too yeah. much. It's just too much bad blood in there. I know, like we keep saying, apologize a hundred times, a million times, you're still gonna be looked at. As the man who said that shit, so it's 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 gonna be over. So it's unless, true. Unless like they the Thomas, the Kamara, they're all gonna hate him. Yeah, unless so, they. Unless, this is last year. Yeah, so. unless Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill plays, like this team isn't doing anything. So I was gonna say, like unless like Jameis Winston becomes a starter out of nowhere, like I don't know, this May- yeah, hey. is gonna be ugly. Could, conspiracy theory what if they're like oh drew Brees, we're gonna just say you fake you're injured and then boom there there's the, there's the opportunity to, to have james Winston or Taysom hill i don't know i'm just saying like i don't think drew Brees will let that happen nah, I, I don't think so either it's just you know a little conspiracy out there what if he like sprains his his thumb and they're like oh you're out for they put you on they put him on ir and that's it like damn i don't know it's something they could do if it's that bad and they, you know, they need to take them out of that environment and it's really throwing their players off, they could do that. I, I'm what? telling you, what's going to happen is that they, he's going to apologize. They're going to accept his apology like they already are. They're going to try to move on from it. And once they run into like some, some like uh, adversity during the season, then that's just going to blow up back in their faces. Watch, I'm calling it right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And players but are I mean, going to kneel in front of them. His teammates are gonna oh, kneel. Definitely. 
So it's like, they're, 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 I feel like they're going to do it to test him. What's the response that they're going to get out of him? Is he going to yep. shut his mouth? Is he going to be cringing? Is he not going to, like, acknowledge them? Like, anything he does, he loses. And it's that. That's it. Like, I don't know. There's nothing else to say. Like, he fucked up. He should have shut his mouth. He can apologize as many times as he wants. It's it's done for Drew Brees in the NFL, image-wise. I know he can still play. He's still a top 10, top 15 quarterback of all time. But image-wise now, especially being his last year or two, like it's it's a wrap. It's gonna this is probably gonna force him to retire this year rather than maybe he wanted to play two more seasons. Yeah. It's true. He's he's gonna have to retire this year, to be quite honest with you. Like he's slowly losing his ability to like to throw the ball as effectively as he used to. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he could have taken the Peyton Manny route where like the last two, three years you weren't really the guy that we all thought like that you were in your prime, but he still could have slowly kept his team going. But this is this is the last year. I'm calling it. This is it. Yeah. After this year, he's gone. Like, he was getting retired. Hundred percent. So, uh, one more thing, with the kneeling, how do you think the NFL will respond this time? Like that, it's it's gonna happen. You know, players are gonna have their fists in the air. Players are gonna be kneeling. Players are gonna be sitting, like. Can the NFL really fuck up twice and not let the players silently protest what they want to protest? Or what do you think is going to happen? Honestly, I don't know. To be quite honest, this is such a tough question. I'm glad I'm not Commissioner Roger Goodell because I know he wants to find these players. He wants to keep doing what he did before. Mm-hmm. But this this movement has just been so hot. And it's been right. Like, this is... This is the most powerful moment I've seen in my life, right? Right now, like we've had Black Lives Matter movements before, but this it has never been as effective as it is today. Yeah. And sure. Goodell, a part of him, Goodell wants to find them, but I know for a fact he's afraid of the backlash he's gonna get and the pressure to like resign and stuff after. So I don't know. I, it's a tough question. I feel like. If I had a bet money on it, I would say Goodell doesn't find these players. Yeah, but part of him wants to, like you said. Yeah, like I feel yeah, like the owners are pressuring him. Yeah, I feel like the owners are going to pressure him to do it. But for sure, ah, the players and man, they're going to get the, the media, the players, and the fans are just going to give him so much shit that I feel like it's a lose lose situation for Goodell, and I don't think he's going to find them. So what I think is like. I think he he will. I, th- I feel like he's going to send out a warning. Like, listen, I understand, but we have to respect the flag, like how Drew Brees was saying. But, like, bro, you have to think about who we're dealing with here. This is Roger Goodell. This man suspended Ray Rice for two games when he beat, when he knocked his girlfriend out, his fiance out, whoever. I don't know if it's his wife now, whatever. Two games for putting her to sleep, literally putting her to sleep. And dragging her out of an elevator. Two games. Greg Hardy got suspended for 10 games for, again, another abuse, domestic violence abuse and all that. He got it reduced to four. Why the fuck didn't he get suspended? Like, like Ray Rice eventually got kicked out of the league, but it feels up to Goodell. Two games and a pat on the, on the wrist, like smack on the wrist, don't do it again, and you're back in the league? Like, bro... 
this dude is a moron. And then he was, you know, Kaepernick doesn't have a job because of this man. Like, he literally blackballed him out of the league. And many other players that aren't, you know, currently with the, with the team, like Eric Reed, I know he was with the Panthers, but I felt like even when he was with the Panthers, like, they got backlash for it. Why? Because Goodell fed into the media giving him shit about it. Like, let the players protest. Let the players, you know, support what they want to support. And instead, he, you know, he bought, he bought into the pressure and started finding these players. And now a lot of these players, career-wise, is done. Like Kaepernick and I feel like Eric Reed too. Like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like he's going to do something stupid. Like, send out a warning. Like, hey, let's not do this. But... Like you said, it's a lose-lose. It's just, man, this dude is a fucking idiot. I just feel like he's going to drop the ball, whether it's with the pandemic or with Black Lives Matter. Like, something's going to come up where the NFL is going to have adversity and they're not going to overcome it because of him. That's just my opinion. Yeah. it's Like I said, it's a lose-lose, man. He's going to get pressure from owners and, and probably President Trump on one side and then everybody else on the other. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. The NFL is a really fucking, I don't know, it's going to be one of the most interesting times this year when it comes back. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. I don't know. but It's crazy because, like, for the next two months, we're not having shit. Like, we have soccer right now, which is cool. It's fun. And we got Premier League coming back in, like, around 4th of July. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, like, we have nothing, but everything's going to blow up in late July. We have basketball coming back. The hockey, I'm pretty sure, is going to come back in August. The NFL is going to start in, like, mid-September. And it's going to be crazy, man. We're going to have all these sports coming back at the same time, roughly yeah. around the same time. Yeah, so. like, UFC right now is going on, but I feel like they're going to have Fight Island by July, so that's going to be popping off. Yep. Uh, and maybe the MLB comes back, who knows. But, yeah, it's going to be – everything's going to come out, like – Like, I heard uh, – I heard golf is coming back like late this month. Yeah, hold um, on. Why? Why? I'm surprised golf and tennis and all these one-on-one sports hasn't come out. Has wasn't the first sport to come back? Like, how was UFC the first one to come back, and not golf and not tennis? Like UFC, they're literally rolling around on each other and beating the shit out of each other. And tennis and golf, we couldn't get that back yet. Like, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not pining for it, but I'm just saying, like, you know. They could have took advantage of this as well and could have been one of the first boards back. And, again, for whatever reason, whoever's in charge there drops the ball and they're not back. And then, yeah, same thing with boxing. Boxing's barely coming back this year or this month. So, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's it's surprising to be quite honest with you. But and for tennis, maybe, but for golf more, I'm surprised it never came back because – yeah, like, you're in contact, but it's just a more isolated sport. It's the most yeah. isolated sport, I would mm-hmm. say. Because in golf, you're on your own. Like, you're not going, like, against someone. Like, obviously, you're going against the whole competition in the field. But, like, when you're out there playing, you can literally just play by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, all you need is a caddy to hold your stuff. But, uh, I mean, he could be – it's so easy for him to, like, have – by himself, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. it's so easy for the caddy to, like, keep himself – like safe uh prevent anything from spreading between you and the and the golfer like all he has to do is wear gloves and a mask and like sanitize every like 15 20 minutes and you'll be fine and the golfer as well like just sanitize every 15 20 minutes before you take a swing 
and clean your golf clubs, you know, every 30 minutes, and you'll be fine. Like, golf, surprisingly, I mean, like you said, and I didn't think about this until you brought it up right now. Golf is it's crazy to me that they have never, like, started up. Because, like, we just saw, I don't know if you saw, the Tiger Woods, Brady, Manny, yeah, how was that? Yeah, how was that back before actual golf? Like, it, it amazes me that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. I, same, same thing with tennis, like, like they could just have their own tennis balls. Like they could swap it out. Like I don't know. Like sure. they, they could sanitize them once they're done using them. Like I know they have them in their pockets, but they could do something else where like only only a certain person holds their balls and then they give it to. I don't know. Like the tennis and golf to me were the easiest sports to come back, and they just for whatever reason didn't want to. So yeah, because like you don't have to touch the ball. And yeah. golf, you you rarely touch your ball, and if you do, you can always like wear a glove when you grab it in golf. Mm-hmm. And then tennis, same thing. You could just wear a glove to grab like the the ball boys. They could just wear gloves when they go run up there and grab the ball. Mm-hmm. And like it's not hard. Like you're not taking much energy to go grab the balls. And then when you actually are playing the sport of tennis as a as an athlete, you're not touching the ball. You're using your racket to hit the ball. So like all you have to do is sanitize your rackets. Like yeah. that's, that's it. And it's it, it, you brought up a good point. I didn't think of that until recently, right now, when you said something. And it just baffles me that they haven't started up tennis or golf. Like, that's crazy to me. You don't have to play with the crowd. You really don't, especially yeah, in golf. Yeah. You can play on your own mm-hmm. and just have people watch it on TV. So, literally, what the match was with uh, Tiger Woods and Phil and Manning and Brady, that's how golf is to me, anyway. Like, I don't feel like there's really that many fans out there. I know there's a the, when they see it on the TV, like, it shows a lot of people, but are, do they really need to be there? No, like there's no momentum with the fans there. Like, it's, right, not... it's true. You have to be quiet when you swing anyways. Like you yeah. can't make any noise or else you are kicked out from the crowd. Like I know that in golf, in those rules in PGA, if you make a noise when they're going to swing or they're like in preparation to swing, you the security will find you and kick you out of that yeah. uh, golf course. Mm-hmm. So like, you're right. Like, they need peace and quiet. The only time fans actually do yell and scream and, like, like you know, get riled up is when the guy makes, like, a birdie from, like, 60 feet away. Yeah. But, like, you don't necessarily need that as a golfer. Like, you're still going to play your game regardless. So, you're right. You have you brought up a good point. It's true. I can't believe UFC actually did start before those two sports. That's just crazy. So, yeah, I mean, we got UFC 250 this Saturday or tomorrow, actually. Uh, recording yeah. this June June fifth, NBA's back. Uh, Julian thinks the NHL's gonna come back. I, I I'm a little doubtful on that, but I could see why. MLB's probably not coming back, and then the NFL, they'll fuck it up. Don't worry, don't worry, people. NFL will fuck it up. Good will it's fuck gonna this look. Up. It's gonna look good to start. Like we're gonna be all excited. NFL's back. We're gonna be excited and ecstatic and like, fucking like. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna be so thrilled to have it back, but then, like you said, if it does, gonna fuck it up somehow. I don't know when or where, but he's gonna do it. <laughs> and one more thing, I I just want to touch back. I it's been really eating at me. I don't know why, but like the last episode when we were talking about Jordan and we started it off with George Floyd, mm-hmm. um, I I kind of felt like we were dismissive on it. Like we didn't really talk about it too much, and I'm not saying we should talk about it for. You know, however long, you know, we still acknowledged it, but I just feel like what I want people to understand is like a hundred percent, like what's going on in this country is a bunch of bullshit. And like, 
like Julian said earlier, like this movement is no joke. Like this is changes is, is starting to happen, and it's unfortunate that it's 2020 and it's barely happening now. But could Julian? Let me ask you something. If the if this happened in 2010, 2011, 2009, whenever, would the cops be held accountable like they're being held accountable right now? Uh, yes, to a certain extent. Oh, you think all of them though? Like I feel like, no. like no, not all of them. Like not even them. with Eric Garner in 2014, when like this all happened, like when Kobe and LeBron were wearing those I can't breathe shirts before the games, like I feel like nobody, like yeah, there was protests, yeah, there was Black Lives Matter, like protests and all that stuff, but like it, it's just never been to this extent. Like it's just enough is enough. Like we have to realize. Like, people that are being quiet because they don't want to, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Well, just say something. Like, speak out against this. Like, you have to understand. Like, we have to be, all all of us have to be in this together. Like, this just doesn't affect, oh, it's just black people. Like, no, it's it's all of us. It's all of us. Like, we're people. We're humans at the end of the day. And just realize, like, support this movement. Donate. Like, Julian said, we're, like, he's going to donate to whatever foundation i've already donated to the george floyd memorial foundation like do something like like i said protest peacefully don't loot like don't be one of those assholes that are just looting just to loot but understand that we have to be together in this and just enough is enough we have to really just band together and just fuck police brutality and fuck anybody like, have you seen all these white cops, like, throwing up white supremacy signs and all that shit? Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Like, y'all are missing the point, man. Like, come on. This yeah. Shit, this shit is just frustrating. I don't know. I just I just felt like I just wanted to get that off my chest. Like, I don't want people to think, like, oh, you're being dismissive. You didn't talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I, it's just in the moment. Like, like I said, I was just speechless. I was stunned. Like, it's just, it, it's, it made my stomach hurt, bro. Like, watching that video. Like, I didn't know... I didn't. I couldn't put my words together how to say it, but now it's like, yo, like, please, if you don't have anything good to say about this found like this this movement and supporting this movement, like Drew Brees, just shut the fuck up. Don't open your mouth. Don't feel like you're doing something for. Oh, I I'm against Black Lives Matter because X Y and Z. Like fuck all that, bro. Like this is bigger than that. Like this is bigger than everybody. This is bigger than you, me, and whoever. Like we just have to understand this shit is this is gonna affect our future, our kids' future, our grandkids' future. Whatever happens, you know, with this movement, you know, the change that's gonna happen. Like some states are like Colorado passed the. Like, I forgot the, the name of it, but, like, the integrity with the police and all that. Like, they passed that where they're going to check the integrity and they're going to hold police more accountable. Like, that never that's never happened. And now that it's we're moving in that direction, like, this is not... You have to understand, this isn't going to affect just you and me right now. This is going to affect our kids, their kids, and their kids after that. So, just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling, but I, I, just, I just had to get that off my chest, so... No, it's true. And actually, I was going to say this before we closed off. Um, just everybody be careful out there um, in these protests. Um, I had a couple of people from back in Alamosa that they were in these protests, and there was reports of like some people shooting at these protesters. So everyone just be careful. Um, even if you're out there peacefully protesting, just be careful out there. Keep an eye out. Be safe. 
Cause you know, at the end of the day, there's gonna be evil people out in this world, and you just gotta, you just gotta look out for yourself as well. You know, while you're out there supporting this movement. So hopefully everyone's safe. Nobody else dies from all this. Mm-hmm. So, so just be careful, guys. Especially now, most hopefully everybody's safe and okay. So, you know, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, everybody everywhere, stay safe. Um, there's still a pandemic going on, so you know, keep your distance. I understand it's kind of hard doing the protests and staying six feet apart from people, but we don't want the second wave to hit sooner than it already is. So, you know, just be careful, wear masks, and with the protesters, don't loot. Like, just, just don't. It's, it, it erases the message, too. Like, like people just look at, oh, they're looting. They're not, they're not protesting. Even though there's millions of protesters protesting peacefully, but just a couple of bad apples fuck it up for everybody. And like the looters. So I don't know. Just stay safe and rest in peace, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey. Just everybody that's been affected by this. I'm sorry. I hope this gets better. And yeah, man. Just stay safe. God bless. Right on. All right. Peace, y'all. See you in the next one.